So I feel like I'm very much so like kind of in a way utilizing a lot of the skills I got there now doing comedy, you know? So if you're 24, you must have graduated and gone straight into the master's immediately. Yeah, because it was COVID. Uh Uh-huh. So did you do it online, I guess? Because... Yeah, so um, we did. Actually, they had it set up really nicely for us in which we could... I was still in Ithaca. I decided to do it, yeah, basically even before I officially graduated because I was the marketing major and, like, I really figured out through internships and stuff that, like, I really did not like that world. Like, it was Uh just kind of fucking corny in my eyes of just, like, I don't know. Like, I wasn't into it. I had two sort of internships, and then I saw the entertainment and media management, like, option to get my master's I'm like that's for me because I love pop culture I love entertainment movies tv it is just it's like what really does get me like excited to go and like learn about that kind of stuff the marketing like I said I mean in college I was just kind of like I'm a social butterfly at heart like I'm coming to class and just like chit chat like what's up Mm-hmm. And I mean, the communications major was great. It gave me like great public speaking skills, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, marketing, like I kind of like came to the conclusion, I'm like, I'm not that into this. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't because you're bullshitting people. That That isn't the reason it turned you oh, off. No. Right? Okay. I'm good at bullshitting. Uh-huh. Okay. You know that. Now, I was going to go on to ask you about you're getting books so much because i see you on facebook and instagram not facebook you really don't do facebook i see you on instagram and you're promoting the shows that are coming up with um uh what mike lauro and um i I forget exactly but but how is it that you're getting books so quickly i mean you do well at the open mics is that where people are giving you these offers I think this honestly goes back to our previous point of bullshitting, Carl. Like, I feel like it looks like I'm getting booked left and right. But, like, I only have, like, one show booked for September. Like, it's not that crazy. Uh It's not like I'm – I don't even have a consistent show every week. Like, I mean, I wish I did. But, yeah, I think, like you were saying, I just kind of have a bit more social media knowledge than the mm-hmm. average comic not like no disrespect to any mm-hmm. comics but like I am just 24 I was a marketing major I still feel like I'm pretty shitty at it but <laughs> so I just like post like whenever I do something I went on um, my first kind of road date in charlotte because i did a show at the dojo mm-hmm. my friend gerard like gave me the sick opportunity so once again it's like i'm obviously gonna post that because then people see it it looks like i'm doing big things like that was my one time oh, being my. out of the northeast mm-hmm. and like god knows when it'll happen again but <laughs> yeah it's all it all goes back to like marketing yourself and like yeah. promoting, you know i'm still like i still struggle to cut clips to do all that shit so I'm glad it looks like I'm killing it. Like, it. <laughs> now, I want to get to this countdown. I know that's true, but still, I got to ask more. Where do you think you want to go with this? I mean, it's you're, you're, it's not even been a year, but now that you've gotten the feeling of doing set up punch, everybody's out there. That's a room full of strangers. They're laughing. Where do you, where do you think you want to go? Where do you see yourself going? I don't mean in five years. I mean, like, what's your next step in comedy? Career? What are you striving for? 
Well, I'm striving for everything, Carl. I want to do it all. I want to just really grind. I want it to be like I'm still working. I mean, I don't know if you can tell by this backdrop. Like, I am in like my my childhood bedroom. Like, I'm still at my dad's yeah. house once again. Which is very understandable at 24 years old. Yeah. No problem. But I am working on getting a place of my own in Jersey City. I've been going into the city more to do those spots. Um, yeah, I mean, in the immediate future, just want to book more shows, you know? Well, and, like some people, like, they want to do a TV pilot. Some people want to do know. a webisode. It, I, that's why I meant, where were you going? You want to be a book working comedian. I like to stand up. Yeah, I do not have... Oh, well, also, I want to have a podcast as well. I mean, this is cool. First time doing, like, anyone's podcast. Wow. I want to have my podcast, but really my one love is, like, the stage and uh-huh. just sort of, like, keep writing, keep getting better. Like I said, I'm very new at this. So, like, every time I get on stage, I'm sure you can relate. Like, I'm learning something new. I'm mm-hmm. finding, like, kind of my voice. I've been lately just more comfortable on stage where I'm a bit more unhinged like I do more crowd work it like still very green in terms of the industry and like I mean I just fucking love it so I want to just keep doing it as much as possible and like keep getting booked you know now I bet you don't have a website but how can people find you out there on the internet out there on social media certainly Instagram you have TikTok how can people get in touch with you how can they check you out that's a great question, Carl. And one, I am working on the website. That will be fired up soon. Right now. Um, Cast Comedy on IG. TikTok, I'm not great at it. Once again, it's a little younger than my age. Chastity O'Mal, I believe, is my handle. Chastity. Chastity O'Mal. I think I'm meeting in college. There's a lot of bullshit on there. Yeah. A lot of just like nothingness. But, um, yeah, you guys can find me on there. And Carl, hopefully I'll see you like at a mic or a show. Always, I'm yeah. sure. We it rub was, elbows all the time. Thank you so much for having me. This is sick. And I, I will definitely like talk to you more um, about the back end of things like when I see you next. Sounds perfect. Okay, now Cassidy O'Malley. Everyone at home is poised to press play at the same time as we do here in the studio. We're going to watch this movie together. Okay, so why don't you go ahead, Cassidy O'Malley, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Hell yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy this movie. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal, quite a snack, quite a (laughs) nice face to look at, right? All right, guys, enjoy the movie. I am going to do a countdown. Here we go. Three, two... One, go. Thank you, celebrity comedian. That was really cool, Carl. Thanks so much. Yeah, uh, thanks, man. We're going to start our movie from Mongrel Media. No, no, it's not. I mean, that's a promo thing. Yeah. Now, now we're seeing the real film. 50s film. I don't like this movie already. <laughs> well, when we open up, we're actually not watching this movie. We are watching B-roll footage from the film Mr. Deeds in 2002. Oh, the Adam Sandler movie? Yes. yes. <laughs> a few years ago. I, I got a house. My name is Mr. Deeds. Now, this, is, they, this starts out in Indiana, the hometown of our heroine. But okay. really, this is New Milford, Connecticut. And it's B-roll footage from the remake of Mr. Deeds in 2002. 
That's crazy. Here, but we're watching. Yeah, I don't think Sandman would leave the Tri-State area to make a movie, right? <laughs> no. No. So this is all Mr. Deed. Okay, I mean, I guess... it's over now. Now okay. we're into our film, Principal Shooting. This started in 2008, even though this movie didn't release till 2015. It was a mess making Tell me. this film. Tell me more. Well, I mean, they kept running out of money. You see, they started shooting in 2008. And the guy who provided the finance, who's a, who was a, who's a powerful man, but he was young to Hollywood, new to Hollywood. Right. He claimed that the 2008 bubble, you know, like real estate bubble or whatever it was, the the um, uh, what is it, default credit swaps, whatever that was, yeah, the big short, right? So right, the big short uh, is fucking with their financing, and the producers had to take fifty percent pay cuts and stuff, and. Anyway, this thing didn't finally get done till released until 2010, and the director was like, "Screw it, I'm Alan Smithy for this film. I'm not even gonna." He's Alan it. Smithy. Now, this is not just any old director, right? This is no. not like some guy who just came out of it. No, I mean, we, we're looking at the list of people starring in this movie, and it's a fucking motley crew of actors. That's right. This is a major motion picture. David O. Russell was o. our Russell. director. David O. Russell. And I got a list here. Let me just tell you for the plot, though. We're meeting Alice, okay? Yeah. And Alice's mom is is uh, National Lampoon's vacation. Beverly D'Angelo? D'Angelo, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the mom's proud. The mom and dad are proud of her. And this cop just came over and asked for her hand in marriage. Well, he, he, he knows him, right? Yes, they've been dating. This is... This is uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog sheriff. It is Sonic the Hedgehog. This guy, you'll know his face. Is, it's, his James. head is down right now. But it's Scott Beardsley. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, In James. real life, it's James Marston. Yeah, he's Harry Lane. Do you ever see uh, Anchorman 2? Yes. I'm Harry Lime. They made a bet that if he lost, he had to say his name was Harry Lame. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm this actor, uh, like Harry Lame. At the first time I ever encountered him, I was like, "Well, he's just Mr. Handsome, so therefore Mr. he's walking Handsome. through stuff." But he's not. He's not walking. He, I don't know if you ever sat through the TV show Westworld, but he has yeah. such a vulnerability. Like he seems like he, his heart is broken through every scene in that movie. He's it's a pretty, real actor. He really is. Yeah, and he's friends with Sonic the Hedgehog. How? Ow, ow. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman, oh Mike Spiegelman, 
Just a quick belt before the show. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Just having oh, a just, belt. Oh, you got yourself a chaser. No, uh, Antonic. I uh, love the Antonics. <laughs> we are streaming live first here on MutinyRadio.fm here in San Francisco's Mission District. In a really beautiful part and uh come on by they do shows here monday and fridays you can be an audience member it is covid compliant and you could perform and you could check out and you can listen to the podcast we have a podcast it's by our acronym which we mentioned up front l w a f l m o y t uh so you can either stream us right now sundays 2 p.m pacific standard time on muniradio.fm or you can subscribe to our podcast l w a l I almost got it. Or, Carl, there's a third option. You could go to subscribe to our YouTube channel, which has bells and whistles. Yeah, I, I would say that's a good, accurate description. And it's L. Let's. W. Watch. W. A. F. Feature. L. M. Not feature. Late movie. Full late movie. On YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Love it. I love hearing my name like that. So, and also, you know, we love Mutiny Radio and we would love for you to contribute to their Patreon. You can go to mutinyradio.fm, check out their podcast, click the donation button. Or if you happen to be on Venmo, throw some bucks at Mutiny Radio. We are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube with you. Some of these movies are i've read about and now i did they're all on youtube so we could just instantly watch them and some of them are so bad you really need other people with you let us watch a full-length movie so we want you to watch a movie on youtube while listening to our podcast at the same time uh carl what is the movie this week uh this week we will watch aladdin with 1d 1986 aladdin 1D so it's aladdin a yeah a-l-a-d-i-n okay. It should be a lad dumb though. 1986 and 1986. Wait a minute, 1986? You mean 1992 with two D's with Disney and no, no, not even animated. Well, is it a period piece? Does it take place in the 1600s? Um, it it is not. It is <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And the channel we like is weird. It's TJ GR17. Isn't that weird? Yeah, an acronym. Yeah. To jigger. To jigger. One, one oh, more time. One, one more time for our balcony seat. TJGR17. TJR17. Uh, right. Go ahead. And, that is the channel that is hosting it. Go ahead and subscribe to that channel. They're doing us this great service. Yes. We want you to find this uh, Aladdin 1D 1986. Find it. Click. Pause when you get to it. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We're going to have a celebrity comedian. When they say go, go ahead and hit go. Now, this is a lot of information, but we have a fantastic celebrity comedian. So we want to take the time to, to hear about this comedian. And then at the end, the comedian will say go. And by this point, 
you were able to find Aladdin 1986 and you were able to sync it up. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Bobby Tamburo. Welcome, Bob. Thank you for having me, Carl. <laughs> so you hail from Hershey, Pennsylvania. But the thing is, you're on Compound Media in Manhattan every day. So where do you hang your hat? Oh, that's... I do a little bit of both. So during the week, I stay in the city, uh, usually at a hotel. actually just found a place, so <laughs> I will have my own place to hang a hat. But on the weekends, I go back at home to Hershey and work at Dick's, as you've heard about in my act. Yeah, absolutely. They do say it is the sweetest place on earth. I'm yet to feel that, but that's what they <laughs> say. Sweet Dick's. Woo! <laughs> I got to tell you. So, so you... If you're taking a hotel room in Manhattan, that is pricey. It is. Luckily, I started right at the peak of the pandemic when nobody was coming into the city. Okay. So I was okay. able to negotiate with the hotel and say, hey, I'm going to do this every week for at least a couple of years. Can we I'm walk in price? Yep. And it was a nice low price and it worked out. And as things started to open up again, they kind of came and said, it's time to move on. We'll give you a couple <laughs> of weeks and that's where we're at. But it was nice while it lasted, to be honest yeah. with you. I kind of lived hard. like the, the luxury life. <laughs> Very nice. Trump. Trump over here. So you are, we met at Scotty's when you were featuring. How long have you been a feature? So I uh, I was very fortunate coming up in comedy. I, I did a contest with a local radio guy in Pennsylvania, and in doing so, I was supposed to get to open for him at a theater. Uh -huh. And he basically said, hey, you're not ready to feature for me at a theater. What I can do is let you work for me for a while. I'll take you to some gigs. You'll get in front of 100 people every night. It doesn't pay, but it'll pay an experience. And yeah. through that, steadily increase my time and be like, hey, you're at 10 minutes now. You're doing well. Let's give you 15 flounder for a little bit and you know for <laughs> you about four out. years for about four years i was about that 20 25 minute and then really last year uh the first time we worked together it wasn't my first time featuring it was like third or fourth but right around that time is when yeah. i got the title um dave landau who i know you've gotten to see and work with a couple of times at scotty's yeah. Scotty's favorite i'd even be willing to say um he knew I was going back home to the local club, the Comedy Zone. He was going there and knew I couldn't was having a hard time getting in and was like, why don't you just feature for me? And yeah, that was my see you. opinion. It was really cool, and it, it got me in the club. It, it did wonders, so can't say enough nice things about him. And I can't say enough nice things about you, Carl. You're oh, one of my really? favorite people to work with in comedy. There are very few comedians who are in a good mood. <laughs> um, yeah, I've noticed that too. I don't know. I'm a bit of an anomaly. Now, you've got yeah. a cool-ass nickname, right? It's <laughs> the Donkey of Comedy. Now, where does that come from? Where was that born? And, and explain it. So my last name is Tamburo, as you said, and Burrow in Italian, being donkey. <laughs> One day, Garrett, who's a producer at Compound Media, loved by the fans, turns around and just says, you should go by the Donkey of Comedy. And <laughs> sure enough, Gino Bisconti heard it and just ran with it. Oh, um, Gino. It. You know how Gino is when he gets something in his head and he says it and runs with it. So that the name became immortal. And honestly, it's really cool. Uh, as a guy who worked for a network starting out as an intern, it was a way <laughs> the fans would like identify me and be like, oh, yeah, it's that Don. <laughs> yeah, no, at Compound Media, you're like behind the scenes, but you're on air all the time. I wouldn't, I, every episode, right? They, they, they refer to you, they ask a question, you supply them info. 
absolutely. I'm the audio guy, which was cool. Um, gives me the opportunity to seem smart because I have Google in front of me. But <laughs> you also, you know, get to throw out an opinion every once in a while. And yeah. everybody at Compound is really cool. Nobody is trying to steal the spotlight. Everybody's trying to give everybody else the opportunity to shine. And it's a very fun place to work. Yeah. Now, you talked a little bit about Gino's episode at Scotty's, but did you were you on air ever talking with Gino about that? I saw the episode in which he spoke about it. Uh, we did not talk on air, the two of us. That would have been um, a great bit. That would have it, been a it, great story. It would. I, I honestly had a great night because as much as yeah. they all did not like him, they loved us even more. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, it was a great night. <laughs> yeah, by comparison, right? We're absolutely we're superstars. <laughs> that night only. Okay, really? well, listen. Uh, you know, I I, I really enjoy your comedy because it's kind of low key, but also sometimes it's 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 edgy, right? But they but you sneak up on them because you're talking quiet, you're being a nice guy, and then you run up, <laughs> smack them from the on their butts. I really <laughs> like that. Well, thank you very much. It's yeah, that's, that's definitely something I try to do with you know, writing. You have to have a little bit of edge, otherwise, people get tired of it. You yeah. know what I mean? You can only do the cute thing so many times. <laughs> that's and that, right. that is something I, I learned over time. Is if you didn't have some stuff that really caught people off guard, they stopped paying attention. Well, you they trust you with the beginning. You called it cute. I don't know that you're cute, but I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. But you indeed Try to put that into the universe. <laughs> and then you smack them on the butt. Okay, so Bobby, every Bobby Jamboro, the donkey of comedy. Everybody at home is poised to watch this movie with us. Okay, Aladdin 1D. So uh, we want them to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you give it to us, Bobby? How about that? Celebrity Comedian Countdown. All right. Everybody at home, are you ready? Three, two, one, play. I'm going to crack it up. Bud Spencer. Is the Super, Super Fanta Genio. Right. It must be orange. That is the Italian Genie. title. Genie. Are you Jeannie? Who are you? Oh, that's it's so stupid. Jeannie, Jeannie, who, who are you? Whoa, what are you? What are you? Where are you? Who is Jeannie? Jeannie, Jeannie, do look, Jeannie's talking back. Yeah, that's right. What I said so, and it's so unfunny all the things he says in this song, and you'll hear it at the end too. Yeah, we'll we'll wait till the end. You know that song reminds me of uh, uh, the band Dance. There's ABC is one two three. Mm -hmm. No Justice. The band is called Justice, and the song is called Dance, and it sounds like exactly like it because it sounds like Michael Jackson a little bit. Genie, who me? The genie <laughs> of the lump. Oh, I am the genie of the lump. That's right. You do a great, but Spencer. We should mention Bud Spencer is the comedy duo for uh, Terrence Hill, right. and they were like phenomenal in Italy, cranking out movies. Terrence Hill did a solo movie in America called Mr. Billions. We watched it. We yeah. love it. Right. And now we haven't even seen them as a duo, but now we're going to see the other guy, Bud Spencer, in this movie. Right. Aladdin. 
I think he plays the Giannini. So right. are we in Italy or are we in Florida? We are in Miami, Florida, uh, where I spent many of my years growing up and, you right. know, being there through college. And uh, this is uh, really takes me back to my time in Miami, you know. So this guy is like, he goes out on the boat, he fishes or whatever. But another thing he does is he knows where some wrecks are and he knows where junk is. So he sort of, screw, dra you know, dredges, drags the sand and comes up with some junky stuff. Here you go. Oh, and he sells it to this guy, uh, Al buys it or whatever his car says. Yeah, that's Tony. What, Tony buys it, his which name is, is a totally Tony. American thing we do. We paint, we, we, <laughs> weird. I mean, I see that all the time. I've never seen that before in my life. <laughs> no, but he's got like a curious. Oh, there's a store. So, yeah. yeah, it's called Tony Buys It right, right there in Miami. Exactly. He's got a scuba diver. Tony uh, Buys Gear. Teeny. He's got parking. Look at that right in front of there. Now, Tony was um, in Hardly Working, 1980. Oh, really? Which we saw, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was Tony the Clown. So the thing is, I, you, you didn't really. He was in makeup. Oh, did he fire all the other clowns? Listen, circus got closed. Sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. flip flop. Sorry, Bobo. Sorry, JJ. Oh, can you uh, open the door? I want to say sorry to all the other twenty clowns. That's right. Yeah. Now they're too shy to come out. Okay. Yeah, these guys are all character actors. They all have like shtick. And this is kind of a cool space. I mean, they're able to go into a store like this and use it. Yeah. You know, it builds itself. So now, let me, he, is there going to be in a lamp? Yes. He's going to now see, he'll rub it. He'll polish it. Okay. So he's <laughs> rubbing the lamp. What's up with his collar? Did he pop his collar correctly? Yeah. This I, is yeah. a collar pop for sure. Now look, this Lou Marsh, right? This junk man guy. Yeah. He was, a longtime comedy partner of Tony Adams. It was called Marsh and Adams, and they were on the Johnny Carson a lot, and they were on wow. Jackie Gleason's show a lot. Um, oh, oh, the the unmemorable parts of the Jackie Gleason show. He did this okay. segment called The Honeymooners, and people loved that. And then right. he had forty other minutes. Yes, right. So he was a mainstay in the Miami nightclub scene for years with his partner, Tony Adams, and he's semi-retired living in South Florida. But, I mean, obviously, they're in Miami to do a movie. They're going right. to throw him in. Yeah, I mean, he is pretty funny. Oh, look at this effect. Here is Deanie in the... you're in the bloody lamp. Oh, my God, I'm pretending I can't believe it. <laughs> well, how do you do that, Carl? You walk backwards? Yeah, go, go, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to shrink away. I gotta hide behind a other one. I'm trying to shrink away. Now, I have to admit, this is not the first time we watch a children's film on this show, which is pure wish fulfillment. We watched, we watched all the Munchies movies. Yeah. Both sequels were kids' movies. Where a magical creature wish grants them any wish they want. Anything, yeah. You want yeah. a pizza? It's flying over from Tony's right. pizza shop. You want your girl to fall in love with you? No problem. Bing. Bing. Oh, you watch well the Munchie movies, it was always a like a creepy predator going after his mom and yeah. and Munchie mm -hmm. prevented it. Yeah. Is that gonna happen? Is that gonna happen? Is what about his mom in this movie? Um 
His mom's really weird. She has um, an accent, like a Danish accent, but none of the other characters do. The father doesn't, and nor does really? the kid. But Spencer has an accent. I yeah, am the genie. Okay, well, I'll tell you when we get there. She's we'll a, get there. Yeah, she's an actor, um, a model. Where is her stuff? Because well, I know in this movie she works at a, a dubious nightclub run by gangsters, right? And that the, exactly. one of the gangsters is like, uh, she's like, you you're saying that because I uh, I don't want to sleep with you. It's like, yeah, right. I just want you to sleep with me. This is a kids' film. I'll, I'll let you know during the kids' film where the mom gets proposed <laughs> like that. Right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so it reminded me of the Munchies. It was the same, you know, less crass way of having like, oh, I don't want to trust this guy. Okay, so she's a Swedish, Swedish. Actress and model. That's how she started as a model. She starred primarily in Italian exploitation films. And this this whole film is from Italy. Um, her modeling yeah. career brought her to Rome where she studied acting at this drama school. So anyway, it's so weird, Mike. She has a Swedish accent. Her The mother. But the child doesn't have that accent. And the, her father doesn't have that accent. They're American. Was he using a credit card as a calculator? No, he had a little electronic calculator. The joke no, here, that was a credit card. These fangled things, and he... yeah, he's just, he's just chewing up scenery, basically. And they're like, listen, stand, sit in the corner, pretend you're on the phone. Yeah. Hey, all right. So I calculated the numbers, and it, let me tell you what it was. And it has exactly. nothing to do with the plot. We're, it, it doesn't even really go to character. We we already know that about his character from the way he behaves. Or yeah, he treated. It. Well, he, uh, I think he spent five dollars on the on the junk, and then he's like, "I pay you five bucks." Well, wait, does he see? He doesn't see Bud, right? Even though his shadow's on Bud, he does. Look, he you can see, see him, even though it's on yeah, his but, arm. Good call, right? This movie is great. The direction is so fun. This movie, <laughs> like the the director does some really neat tricks in this film. I mean, look, it's all glittery down here. I mean, go ahead, take. Don't forget, steal the lamp. Well, yeah, because that's where he lives. I've seen Night Dream and Genie. <laughs> it's how he can summons him, and there's no monkey in this movie. I know, like, uh, yeah. Was do you think that the producers would like get us Robin Williams? And they're like, he's unavailable. How about Bud Spencer? Done. <laughs> Poster has well, been this made. This was a totally Italian film, and. Our Israeli buddies, uh, Globus Golan. Oh, yeah, Golan Globus. Now, I don't know about Globus, but this film took Golan to new heights. Oh, Golan Heights? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, produced by Yoram Globus and Mendem Golan. Our favorite Israeli oh. schlock maestros, right? Well, we, we've seen a, a few of their films. Right. There were always film. canon films. So what was it? It was America 3000 and Going Bananas, right? Yeah, right, right. Which Going Bananas was ostentatiously a kid film with some creepy moments. Right. Now, this one kind of hugs that film, right, in in genre. Although you know Going Bananas was so much better. I mean, that was Dom DeLuise, right? Well, we love, I love that movie. You know, it's you know, I mentioned the documentary, Electric Boogaloo, the canon film story. And they just talk about how they just crank out movies. They were cranking out movies, and that's yeah. what this feels like. This month, this came out. You know, like it was just just fodder. 
But I do like the well. Here's with effect. fulfillment right now. There's some good sound effects. Oh, I should get my. When they hit, they they do like kung fu sound. Yeah, whoosh, swish. Oh, they so kicked sand in my that, eye. I did that in Waterman, and it made all the difference. Just in this one scene where he's like, sure, flicking the mop at him like a sword, like he's gonna mop him up, and I went. It really changed the scene. That's great. Were you like the, and were you, was your was your Foley artist like? Do you want me to just do a generic cartoon bonk, or do you want me to to simulate the sound of water? It, yeah, the cartoon bonk sounds great, man. Thanks, man. Boing. Boing. Okay, so here he is. Let's let's get the sound crank for this. He's going back for the fight. Yeah, there's nothing to hear here. It's just gonna be, you know. They should put in the Batman. Pow! Bam! Crack! Bang! I I do like your senses, your early synthesizer work on this. So this is the wish fulfillment part of it. Haya! Chop! Karate Kid! Now look, I guess I just notice that stuntman when you cut away. And it, wearing that jacket. Yeah, look at that. He's like a foot taller. Yeah, no, that's a stuntman. And look, he's now definitely he a karate back. guy. Yeah. Yeah, he used karate on the beach. Look, all six are down. <laughs> Pretty good, Invisible Man. Life is like a box of chocolates, he says, sitting on the park bench. You gotta <laughs> kick some kids. He goes, do you like to see a picture of Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> now, this Bud oh. Spencer, he is definitely 100% Italian. His name is Carlo Pedrosoli. Boom professionally is Bud Spencer. And like you said, he played a lot of spaghetti westerns and action things with Terrence Hill, who we saw in Mr. Billions. Right. And they did over 20 films together. Disclosure, we haven't seen any of them, but we have seen their solo work. Right. Their American solo work. Right. It's like you're not into Kiss, but you do own that album where each one has a solo. You own three out of four, though, right? You don't even remember which. Yeah, no, it's like, uh, remember Sonic Youth at Chicone Youth, where they did a Madonna cover album? I have that album. They, they did the whole album? Cover, they covered oh. every song? They they did, no, they did like two Madonna songs, and then it was, the rest was fodder. It was just like Sonic Youth fucking off. But they called themselves Chicone Youth. <laughs> I have that album. Cool. Yeah. I, don't, I, I never heard any of their real albums. In his youth, Bud Spencer was a successful athlete and swimmer. For the Grupo Sportivo Flammi Orio, he obtained a law degree, huh? registered uh -huh. several patents. Spencer also became a certified commercial airline and helicopter pilot. And he supposed plan charity and blah, blah, blah. Can you all believe right. this guy, man? With all his fame and everything, he flies commercial airline. That's a 747 jumbo jet. A chopper. You, you, you see that guy? Like, he's down the chopper. <laughs> well, if people next to him are not going to be like, oh my God, Bud Spencer is flying economy. They'll be like, I can't breathe. Like, <laughs> why? I, uh, why did I take the middle seat? Now, look, I'm, Steve, I'm kidding. Nobody can see Genie but him. So, oh, okay, watch. This is budget, Mike. Watch this. Budget. All right, crash. Well, they okay. do the thing where they cut to him and then they cut to people reacting, right? Right. And now here's the second budget. This one's bigger. 
Watch this is bigger budget. All right, I'm watching this guy. Whoa. 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 Yeah, right. What's with the car? I've never seen a car accident like this. It's yeah. bizarre. And it's slow motion, of course. Right. Yeah. Looks like a dream. Who cares? Now, look, here's Curly. Curly? Oh, um, yeah, it is Curly. Huge. I love doing his work with Uncle Floyd. Uh, <laughs> hey, there he is. Hey. Oh, yeah, it is Curly. That is Curly, man. He's the only one not high on coke. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> what, what should we do next? He wishes for a Rolls Royce. How'd you think of that? Uh, uh, cocaine? <laughs> 1986? <laughs> Florida? Now, now I don't have the Miami Vice look. I'm really oh, disappointed. Oh, yeah, you're right. 1986 Florida. Absolutely. I bet you right here to his left or right is some person who will be at a nightclub tonight, just walking the street. I mean, that was the day. Right. Not really here. Oh, Maximilian Shell doing a cameo. Like, look at the direction. He loves having these overhead cameras, like, swooning out in shots. There's one particular I really like. Now, there's a bridge that's holding them up. So he can't be bothered with the bridge. So he wishes that he could, you know, chitty chitty bang bang, fly the car. Whoa! Up, up, up! Now it's clearly green. Look at this. Yeah, but it looks great. Mm -hmm. I mean, this looks better than uh, Spider-Man. No. Right? I, I see a bridge. I see a floating car. No, this is akin to Herbie the Love Bug. But it was yeah, but look at it. It's perfect timing. They They're all waving at the right timing. Like that that took a lot of skill. <laughs> Look at it. How did they do that? Why is it not like Godzilla on the other end? Now I need a overhead helicopter shot, but let's use the same footage of Miami. Right there's the thousand building. Whoa! It was like a little ant down there. Oh, there's the Barnett Bank Center. Oh yes. I used yeah. to work there. In the oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when that uh, red Rolls uh, Royce floated by? No, no. All right, here we go. Oh, wait, look. The gangsters are throwing people guys, off the building. They threw a dummy. Whoa. Whoa, he's floating in air. How did they do that, Carl? Riddle me that, Batman. Riddle me that, Batman. They put so his it, butt on a couch that was green. This is a kid's movie, right? Yeah. So they're flying around in this magical system and then preventing a murder gang mm -hmm. gangsters are throwing a man off a building right it's a kid and movie. they stop the man and they save his life once he never did explaining that. that he owes five thousand dollars to the and so they were going to kill him you know the mobster guy he was like come on we give you a ride are they ripping off chitty chitty bang bang or alice in wonderland i forget which children's classic had gangsters throwing a guy off a building and they stop him <laughs> Oh, they got him in the car. Yeah. Like, hey, guy. He was like, can I get a lift, guys? Listen, I, oh, there's the mirror first building. Hey, I just need $5,000 to get me to Fremont. It's Hyatt. There you go. All in a $10 bills. <laughs> now, I guess that's $100 bills, right? So that's $500, $100 bills, $5,000. It absolves his debt with the bad guy. The ones that just... Went ahead and blew him. 
Right. <laughs> well, Why not play show... dead? And, uh... He's not showing up in the rest of this movie, is he? No. Okay. Yeah. I guess this sets the tone for this, this children's film, what to expect. <laughs> well, it does set us into a world in which there are monsters, because that's what we're going to see. Okay, now uh, this is so this a love interest, too. and it's Bud Spencer's daughter. In real life? Yup. With the crazy red hair? Yup. Look at those 80s... Uh, hey. Right? The radio was right. It probably has the radio right in the ear. Oh, yeah. FM only. FM only. Because we're we're so modern, man. Because we have technology where me and Mike are from. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, we we were the first. We would call the uh, our cassette pet. Okay. We so really clever. He's sort of surprising her, and you know. What are you doing in a Rolls Royce, you know? Right, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. They're not friends or anything. It's just this is a sort of first encounter. Like, I got you this necklace. Wait a minute, this is a first encounter? No, I'm sorry. What I mean in, is in their romance. Like, they know each other from school. It's like, she doesn't even know I exist. This is the first time they're like... Hilda Swinton. But look, she doesn't know why she kissed him. Well, it wasn't – he didn't say to the genie, make her fall in love with me. He yeah, just like, no, just kiss me. Now, this is the best guy of the whole fucking movie. <laughs> oh, is this grandpa? Put on the mom's grandpa. accent. Listen to the mom's accent. All right. Hang on. Uh, the studio. His accent is better. Now, look, he doesn't sound like he's from Sweden, right? Listen to her. Oh. I am from another country, but yet I am your mother, raised by my father. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then comes oh, again. Here he is. Here he is, Ralph Cramden. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, Edward. no, but it's Jackie. It's Jackie Gleason. He looks like Mr. Mooney from the Lucy Show. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah, a little bit. Oh no, here he goes. He's going to hit on her. Well. You know, Mike hitting on somebody is uh, like flirt. No, he like tells her. He's a jerk. Is, off. If you're nice to me. Here we go. Right mm. So, yeah, Mr. Rakuza. Not Yakuza, Mr. Rakuza. Right, not Yakuza, the Japanese mob. And I don't think they were even trying to say that. They're just like, we need a, a Italian name. And they're like, oh, my, my Tony is uh, Mr. Rakuza. <laughs> okay, so he's pulling up to his slum. Doesn't that look like Los Angeles? It does have a, you know, it's funny because it looks like Venice Beach, kind of, that Miami Beach uh, hangout. But it's uh, just um, Miami. And this is what's remarkable. Like, look at the director's choice of using this house. You can clearly see people walk in. And you can see, you know, he opens the door right when they in real time get to the door. Yes. You know, it's like motion. It's kind of cool. Yeah. He's the best thing about this film. Uh, I mean, he, he, you would know, look, your father did business with Hyman Ross. Your father was, you know, but your father never trusted. This is Sam Roth. Hey, this is Hyman Roth? 
it's his brother Sam in Godfather oh. 2. Do you remember the scene where he brings the cake? You know, like, let everybody see the cake before we cut it. You know, do you remember yeah, that right. scene? Yeah, of course. Now, I want to share what when I go. Not for years. The doctors would disagree with you. Anyway, sitting to his right, and I went and got the clip when I read it. It sure as fuck is him, man. He's sitting right to the right of, uh, to the left of Hyman Roth. It's his brother, Sam Roth. That's so great. Oh, look, he, the baseball bat guys, they help you? Baseball bats. Oh, yeah, come on in. Like, you, Sam you see Roth owes in money. Sam Roth owes money because he is a gambler, you see. He's a drunk gambler. Oh, well, by he, the way, definitely. he gave Bud Spencer brandy, right? Yeah. Like, that bottle is brandy. It's but after this, <laughs> But then check out what Grandpa drinks after this. Oh, they're really tearing up the house. Oh, not my collection of cats by Bill Milken. Uh, I'm Milken. Remember that the seventies comic of cats? I guess. Yes. Um, okay. Now we're gonna see uh, a genie wish and to put all the stuff back, and it's really interesting how they do it. They clearly run the film backwards, but right. But all the things in the room were like rigged to collapse. There's nobody hitting it with the baseball bat. You'll watch. They'll all just okay. So they fall. froze. He froze them, right? Yeah. And here we go. <clears throat> Now, it's all backwards, but nobody's there to push the chair over, so they had to, like, pull it with strings or something, push it with strings or something, you know? Well, so they they smash it up, and, and then they rebuilt it, and then built it up with the string? Yeah, no, I would cool. doubt it. I really don't know how they did it. They somehow made it collapse on its own, the bookshelf, you know? Right. They pressed some button, and it it's really, he turns him into little bugs. Wait a minute. That's just horrible. What about those poor humans? I mean, that's cruel. Yeah, well, he turned human beings into bugs? It's a terrible it's, child. It's wish fulfillment. Oh, he just stepped on him. Okay, then what's he? Is he drinking the brandy? No, he's got some. No. This yeah, it's got to be. Vodka. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look how clear it is. I mean, it's got to be vodka. It's called acting. He likes to drink. I think he's an enabler. You know. Enabler. Er, er, er. Enabler? He's Enabler? so... So anyway, now we learn that Genie's powers don't work at night. At night, he's just a regular person. Wait, why? I don't know, because we needed a plot point. A lot will hinge on that in the film. You know, uh, Bud Spencer actually breaks character. He says, listen, even though I don't have my powers at night, you can feed me after midnight. All right? <laughs> I'm not a gremlin. Please, go ahead and feed me after midnight. Don't think twice. I don't understand why he's a star, because he's very. What's the opposite of charismatic? It's all. It's he's not like repugnant or repulsive. He holds the, he holds the screen, right? He has. A, he's a no. handsome gentleman. No, he's not handsome. He looks like he's unhealthy. He looks like Santa if Santa was a drunk. What about uh, Highway to Heaven? Right? It was Michael uh, Landon, and then it was that football guy who looked like you. Couldn't fit into a suit. He has that look. <laughs> He's a bear. He sure I mean, he sure does. He's how, how how hairy do you think his chest is when he walks around? Like you know, people want to go to the movies to look at his chest hair. It's just he doesn't look healthy. He looks thickly, like he's <laughs> he's just as exasperated. Where'd you get the money for this jewelry? Uh, I got it at a fucking 
bullshit shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, where'd you get this Rolls Royce? Oh, it's a lie excuse, officer. Oh, a likely story. No, it's the truth, the lie I just lied to you about. Now, there's a lot of cops in this movie. We should do a cop count because there's like, for a kid's movie, there's like two. a dozen cops that show up every time, too. So there's two cops so far in this movie. Right. Now, he is the father of the love interest, Bud Spencer's what? daughter. Really? Yeah. So he's what a coincidence. Yeah, he's giving this kid a lot of shit. Now, this kid is named Luca. Luca Venatal. Venatal. Luca Venatini. And obviously he grew up in America because of his accent and everything. Or he's just a really talented like mimic or something. Do you feel like anyone's dubbed in this movie? No, I don't not that I noticed. Maybe maybe and I don't I didn't catch it in research. Now, Grandpa, I love him. He's the best character of this whole film, but right now he's doing a fucked up thing. He is stealing the lamp to sell it and get $10, which will fund his day of buying something to drink. And then also, though, having like six bucks left or four bucks left to bet, to make a bet. Oh, he goes over to this guy. Right. He goes right back to the junk man, Tony, and says, I'll sell you this. And he goes, this? This is fucking mine. Your, Your grandson is a thief. And he's fired. Oh, that's what Grandpa fucked up. Yeah, and Grandpa... And, and a fire Grandpa. Now, Grandpa's He's... really a fuck-up, so what he does is completely inappropriate. He asked Tony if he could lend him a couple bucks. <laughs> oh, after he returns stolen merchandise. Fuck out of my store. He really chases him out. He snaps at him. Yeah, well, not too much. You don't want the shit to fall on his head. Saxophone. <laughs> what are you, deaf? Fuck off. Look at this breakfast, Carl. So there's, yeah, there's special K. Yeah, there's a full half, co- half gallon of milk. Yeah, there's uh, Smuckers. Yeah. There, there's co- yeah, yeah. A coffee urn for the kids. Here's your Oops. oatmeal. No, Here's your muesli. Like was it muesli? Where the fuck is my fucking lamp, Mom? Where's my cums? Tissue. I was tricking off the oh. Bruce Springsteen. Sugar hey, yeah, look, there's Pele. Last hey, for other film. Sugar Ray Leonard. Right. Bruce the boss. Look at that breakfast. My mom never brought me coffee with a half with a quarter with a quarter of milk. But yeah, my never my mom never bought the ingredients for breakfast, <laughs> like the jar of smoking. Here, suck on this for a while. I made you oatmeal. You want me to put a dollop of Smuckers? I brought the Smuckers. You see, it's his store's called Tony Buys It, right? Because he gets shot at the end? Well, that's what I was hoping for, but no, that never paid off. Each time I watched this film, I kept on wishing, please, just let Tony buy it. Just, just this viewing. He's stealing it. He stole yeah. the video game character. He hid behind the car. <laughs> okay, I'm saying half the people were looking at the camera, and the other Muscle half were looking man. at the yeah, that's right. He but now this is in Italy. He's rubbing one out. No, this is Miami. <laughs> well, it says in Italian, "Do not drink the water." Uh, you know, listen. My years in in uh, Miami, you know, uh-huh. you know, I used to see it would be strange, uh, stenciled uh, Italian 
places. Like if there was something that was delicate, it would say fragile on the side Listen, of it. We're going to shoot this film in, in, out of Italy. We're going to go to Miami. Do you know anyone? Yeah, I know the half of a comedy duo, and I know the guy who played Hyman <laughs> Ross' brother. Is he, he's in Cuba. He'll fly, he'll fly, he'll boat over. You're right. Both right of over. those actors were like retired in Florida, and that's how they ended up in this film. Uh, oh, here we go. Confrontation. Now we have wish fulfillment. Rock'em, sock'em, robot. Oh, yeah, we got the sound effects. It's not believable in the real world. What did you hit me with? Wow. That's a, yeah. Some guy would die from that. That Well, that's the stuntman. Right. This is a pretty low-key stunt uh, movie for... You know, like an action film. Okay, his, he never indicated in the first half hour of this movie that he was had any interest in the sport of basketball. Right? Did he right. have like we we saw a boxer, we saw a soccer player, yeah, uh, football player. Now look, we saw like a wait. I gotta tell whoa. you, the audience, right? These are yeah. really little kids. This is like high school, and we're talking about freshmen, sophomores. Check them out. Check them out. I was probably a a sophomore, uh, junior in 86. So, sophomore, uh, yeah, you graduated 88, right? 89, 87. Okay, so you were a junior. But the thing is, like, these are like freshmen and sophomores who like just hit puberty, like, you know, eight days ago, they were still kids, right? Right. They said, listen, if you're gonna need you in the shoot, first things first, you gotta wear a shirt. Talking to you, buddy. Oh, fuck you, man. Uh, look at this. This guy is like straight out of the 70s, too. Right. Okay. Dude, so he uh, says what? My my wish is to play basketball, even though no indication that I wanted to play basketball. Yeah. And uh, do you notice he doesn't – we don't know that he likes water skiing either? And and. Okay. So the two sports that are not mentioned that he likes are basketball. Look at their faces, Mike. He wouldn't water ski at the end of this movie. They're going to bring up basketball again. That's his true love. That would be ridiculous to have such a tangent. Now, okay, in the beginning turn. of his like magic tricks, the crowd's with him. But then they all start chanting, and it doesn't make sense in the real world anymore. They'll finish off the game not reacting to the baseball game, uh, the basketball game. It's really weird. So how many shots they must have done it? Yeah, right. I wonder. I mean, this is... I like this director. I mean, it's real stuff. Probably when the um, probably when the the they the guy made the basket after eight attempts, they were like, "Yay!" But really, they meant like, "Fucking finally! God damn it! All right, we're out of here." Oh look, there he is, watching my daughter. Make sure she's cool. Here you go. Yeah, I don't even know what they're saying. Clap, clap. And they will, <laughs> they will do this chant through the duration of the game. Oh, he's even doing it. What are they saying? Tell me. They're saying, let's go Italy it's a, for the World Cup. <laughs> what? Wow, he's good. There he is. Go! Go! Now... Nobody in the audience freaks out when laws of physics are broken. When when a ball look, his pants his fall. His pants fell down. 
a ball flies through the air and then it elbows. With all due respect, Teen Wolf and probably uh, it's such uh, a stunt, man. the fish that saved Philly did this. Yeah, Teen Wolf did it. But just not as bad. Look at what? that. See that? Yeah. It elbowed through the air. That can't work. Wait a minute. My kid Newton. got ripped off. Listen, I, I can't sit here as a dad in the bleachers watching my son yeah. with a magic ball play against him. Backwards for time. They really spent yeah. their time on. But meanwhile, they're still chanting. It makes no sense. The, Listen, go ahead. Zero. Okay. Uh, it takes so long to get the volume up. You made me a liar. They're not doing the chant. Damn it. Wow, yeah, they're really going after him. Well, it's really a movie. Created. Hey, let's do the horror. Nagila. <laughs> oh, we forgot the chair. We forgot the chair. No. That girl to the right with the braces, she was also in the other scene sitting next to our hero, uh, to our, our love interest. So they obviously had like, you know, it wasn't a full place. They did a bunch of different close-up sections. We, uh, you think like, he was like, look, I'm really craving gelato. Is there any <laughs> chance we could shoot at the strip mall across the street? I'll get one for my daughter. He goes, right, look, it... I need 10 bucks, all right? Poof, here you go, master. Yeah. Oh, he was going to dash and dine. <laughs> dine and dash? Dine and dash. But you get such a bad brain freeze when you dine and dash gelato. <laughs> when you dash and dine, you're like, well, you're running to the place and sit down and go, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm hungry. Come here. Waitress. Quick. I got my mask off. Give me the food. Right, you wait outside. Okay, your table's ready. All right, run in. Eat as fast as you can. I already placed my order. Okay, now this scene makes no sense in the real world. What do we got is we've got a protection thing, you know, like, you know, window insurance. You pay us $50 a week and we don't break your windows. You know, that's what's going to happen here. But look at it. It's a mall and it, there would be police protection. And you know what I mean? Like, it no, is like. You could let it go. I mean, like, it's always the story they come in. But it's like in. protection money was like a neighborhood in Brooklyn. It's like a community of citizens. It's not like at the mall, you know. You know, you don't think like they do strip malls? Like this is our strip mall. Ew. No, I do not think they do strip mall. And also, I think his spoon is bigger because he got like a nope. taster spoon. I, look, that, that, okay, not this bad guy, not this bad, that bad guy right there. That's yeah. the father of our hero. Oh, really? Wow, it's yeah. a family affair. It's like, That's bring your right. father to work day. So he, he got a little taster spoon for that. You didn't see nothing? You yeah. didn't eat. That's right. You didn't gelato. No calories. Don't order the whipped cream. You know that giant bowl of whipped cream they keep in the freezer? Don't order it. I stuck the guy's head in there. Yeah, right. His drool's in it. Uh, Ventatino Venatini. His name is Venatino Venatini, and he is the father of Luca Venatini, who's our hero. This is our third cop. Uh, we're doing cop count. Oh, yeah. Okay. Three. Yeah. Uh, it's going to ramp up. Now, they're trying to be funny here. Like, 
You're going one way, of course. Of course I am. All cars go one way. That's the word for word, the comedy routine from the comedy duo of Laundry Basket and Spiegelman. (laughs) Laundry Basket, I heard you got a ticket going down one way street. Laundry Basket. It was still the wrong way. Only one way, but it wasn't the right, wrong way. Did you see the arrows? Laundry basket. I got to apologize to any Native uh, Americans in the audience for that joke. <laughs> is that really the joke? That's really good. Listen, is that is on it? YouTube? Yeah, it should be. It yeah. was in my America's Got Talent audition. Okay. Go, Where Look at this. Look, this is what the director's doing. He started from that one scene and the camera pulls out. That looks cool, right? Yes. This was... There was an effort here to make a serious ass film, right? Right. And do a good job. I mean, okay, now look, he is now getting kidnapped for no the fuck reason at all. I know. It this, is this, in the middle this, of the plot. It it isn't the plot. He's just kidnapped, right? Well, okay, so this is where Canon, where Golden Globus kind of shines, right? Because we watched the kids' movie where there was so much insane peril. He just got abducted. And he's going to be sold into child trafficking, basically. Yes, that's yeah. right. In, the, in a room full of other children who are just like in this 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 house, hen house. And then he escapes. All right, so this this genie, they the cops, so there's three cops here. Well, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we up to six. Oh, that guy, we, no, we yeah, saw Yeah, we already counted two. him. All right, so. So there's, so there's in the two back. new ones, two new ones. And okay. three in the back, so five new ones, right? Right. Six, seven, eight. Writing it down. We are at eight. There's like more cops than gangsters in this movie, or I think the the enemy in this film are the cops and the gangsters. Well, here it's like he has no fingerprints. He's got no birth certificate or social security or driver's license. You know, he's got no oh, yeah. fingerprints. Right, you could clearly see from the magnifying glass. Yeah. Look at his hands. They're so huge. I know. It doesn't look healthy, Mike. Don't you think he's <laughs> stuffed into that shirt and it's completely unbuttoned? Oh, he's doing that classy look where you unbutton your top button and then you loosen the tie like you had a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike, what do you think that beard is hiding? You think that's all hair there? Or could it be chins? God damn it. How many chins? No, I think it's like, uh, oh my God, yeah, you can kind of see it. Now, Look, that's real hair ish. He's wearing a toupee too. Okay, when he looks straight at you and talks to you, his eyes are shut. <laughs> You'll see him. It's so Okay, so it's a completely different plot point. Yeah, now we've got. She kind of looks like she's a nun, kind of dressing, right? Like a or a guard. There was a Paul Waller movie called Running Scared. It wasn't a Billy Crystal movie, and he he's a New Jersey corrupt cop. And one of the things he winds up in this like weird sex porn ring. He like stumbles into it and saves everybody. And this film is like these this human trafficking going on and these are all these kids in bed like you sit yeah. here and oh, yeah you kids go to sleep look how sad they are it's they really are well they really? thought they were going bananas they're like fuck where's Tom <laughs> Louise? so what's the name of that movie 
Uh, going bananas? No, the one with the children abduction. It fall. He fell into a traffic sex ring and he saved everybody. What was that? Oh, uh, oh, I don't remember, Carl. That was oh. like two minutes ago. Okay, okay. I'm trying this to catch up with this movie. This guy's been in a film we've seen before, but I can't really place him. I did. Oh, running scared. It's running scared. It's running scared. Running okay. scared. Did running I see scared. it? No, not unless you want to get angry. I mean, it's so over oh, the top, okay. and it's a very New Jersey movie. You know, okay. like it's in, he spends the entire evening like, "Hey, it's you! Can you believe it? We're being sold." Oh, right. So the guy that the boss was saying, "Yeah, we have a 15 year old with uh, brown eyes and blonde right. hair. Yeah, we could send, we could ship him out to Australia. To Australia. That was, yeah, it's I so slimy. And what's also, that doing, what's that doing in this children's film? It doesn't make sense in the real world. There isn't a place like this. Well, I don't understand why he now pulls out the lamps, too. Like, if you had a genie and you get abducted, I'd be, like, rubbing it. I mean, more so than I usually do in public. Yeah, well, yeah. Even in a crowded room like this, I remember camp. I would be yeah, rubbing it rub out. It. Carl, are you rubbing it? No, no, I'm, no. I have a genie and a lamp, and I'm trying to get the genie. Almost there. Oh, they got basketball. This looks like when you rub them a lot, he, he, the genie pops out. Uh huh. That is a door. Listen, go to sleep. If you want, I have some tissues with genies in them. <laughs> you can have them. Oh, by the stairs. Look! Look how well they art directed this scummy place, right? Right. I have a feeling they shot this in a guy's basement in a day. He's like, yeah, you got, I got a location for you here in Florida. So he steals the lamp back, of course. He gets the genie, and it gets them out of here. Now, this was an, a detour in our film, right? Well, this, this definitely means I can't watch this movie with a kid. It's not a kid's movie if you have, like, a human trafficking children's scene. Right, yeah. So it's like, you know, unless you cut this scene, which you shouldn't. He's not you know, a cop this. count. We know him well. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. He pulled, it, pulled me once. They're your genie. But he talks to his boss, and his boss is even more insane. The the head of the police force. Yeah. The one with the, <clears throat> the ivory tusks. Well, poof. I'm acting. I'm Frank Oz. I'm not Frank Oz. What film did we see this guy in? The the creepy guy? Yeah. So it's a nighttime, isn't it? It's nighttime. Oh, no, it's gotta be day or his powers wouldn't work. Yeah, look outside Maybe the window. Maybe it's dusk. Oh, I guess well that's just a film trick. <laughs> look at all these actors you they we never see them again? No, we oh, never no. see them again. Attack puppies. This is like a dumb look. Look how many kids there are. Yeah, it's like in the real world. It's like an orphanage. Ridiculous. It's no, it's the uh, traffic house. Oh, I know that, but I'm saying it's not realistic. That how you... many kids kid count? I saw about twenty. Okay, so okay. here are your cops. There's a new cop. Now, not, it, not the one reporting to him, but the one behind the desk is a new cop, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do we count him? He's like a top cop. 
Yeah, let's count him because right. he's crazy yeah. in this movie. He pursues, he wants the power. But he now was he UFOs? No, it wasn't UFO. It might be an alien, Carl. Or a super robot. But is he isn't he being sarcastic at this point in the film? Yeah, he goes, ah, it didn't look like a robot to me. He goes, How do you know? <laughs> I met a lot of robots. Robo Dom. <laughs> I had an appointment. Oh yeah. Oh, it was good. He made me laugh, man. Okay. Uh, by Did the you way, notice those pillows, those like throw pillow things. Yeah. So let's talk about his office. I did notice them. Okay, you'll see them later in the film. Yeah, uh, check it Not out. Not in the office. Well, okay, what so I couldn't. I love the ivory tusk that the police officer has in his office. Yeah. I never knew you were as a government official. You were allowed to have them. Yeah. He's eating pizza days. straight from. Look at that. He's doing, he's doing fork and knife pizza, I'll give him respect, but he's eating directly from the pie. Yeah, from the tray. You think he, that's not his personal pan pizza, is it? <laughs> no, I think it's – but it – well, actually, look, everyone seems to have their own, yeah. No, no, those right. are plates. No, you're right. You're right. That's the serving tray. Now, they probably did that as a joke, right? Well, even let's have Americans eat pizza with a fork and knife. It'll be hysterical. The mom, I guess the Swedish mom eats it with a fork and knife. Yeah, but it's a knife and fork. Now, how much would you pay for chicken and ribs? Six ninety-five. That's a good deal. <laughs> I'm a lobster dinner. All right, but I don't want to spend more than ten. Nine ninety-five. Oh, gangsters. Now here comes the father of our hero. Hey, you. I'm the father of the guy, and we're doing protection, eh? right in front of a whole family, a whole dining right. room. Well, that's how you do it. We're doing protection. Now, is this is it nighttime? Does he have his powers? I guess it's, it's daytime. I don't know the answer. They're having breakfast pizza. Oh. God, jump! Not, not next to the Coleman's dry mustard. Whoa! That's a lot of dry mustard and, and soy sauce. That's, That's a really lot, lot of dry of... mustard and lobster dinner, nine ninety five. Mark Mike, I'll tell you, you. spend over ten bucks. No man, listen, I cut it. I cut it at ten. Oh, this is perfect. With this deal, like you could get a steak and lobster for twenty bucks. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. my god, it must be like London broil and like, you know. Well. Some restaurants like five day old lobster. You know, if I could calculate it, twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six is the equivalent of twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six. In nineteen eighty six, money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nineteen eighty six, money. It's amazing. It really has not lost value. No, it still remains twenty dollars in nineteen eighty six, money. Universal. Uh, this is a new cop, right on the sidewalk. Hi, I want to do more stuff that isn't true in the real world. We're pursuing you for $5. Oh, it's the same cop. Well, he got three stars on this. I like the guy's vest. I, I want a vest like that. Oh, my you know, God. My look, how, look how big he is, man. He doesn't look healthy. <laughs> What's what are you talking about? He looks Charles? like a stud. He's got um, a little hair showing. Boss down. Stud? You don't think that guy's manly? You don't love a man in a uniform? I don't love a man. <laughs> in a uniform? 
I love the way he shoots. Oh, well. All right. Give him the lamp. What can you do? You know, the thing is, it's like, it's not funny, but sometimes it's funny. This guy, the junk man, Tony the junk man, does perform well sometimes. And also, yeah, the grandfather is great too. Yeah, the grandfather. And he's just such an idiot asshole. The things he does and says are so stupid. He says he doesn't work at night. You know, he's just such a dummy. Can you loan me 10 bucks? Get so at no point the kid's going to say, oh, by the way, officer, I got abducted and uh, right. into a Steph trafficking farm right outside Thank Miami. you for reminding me of that. Yeah, well, we should be reminded that happened. Like, it ruined the movie. You can't, you can't have it with a kid and watch a stupid film with him. It didn't ruin the movie for me because they're dumbasses, and it was a side note. Now we're back to the real movie. You know what I mean? I should mention, speaking of movies, they, they were parked outside a movie house, and the, the marquee showed half the title, part two. So now I'm going to spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out what 80s film was that. Yeah, because it wasn't Godfather Annabelle Run, or Sam Roth wouldn't be in this one. Yeah, Adam right. Well, maybe he was. 1986. Maybe he just... uh, uh, Back to the Future 2. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's that was it. Back to the Future Part 2. Number they one. just could have. Oh, so he's like, help, help. No, in the speaker, you idiot. Yeah, now the get pop will, t again, it doesn't make sense in the real world. He'll tell him, take out your gun and start shooting. So Bud Spencer will begin to shoot people on the street. Oh, so we're going to see him and then cut to him a reaction shot. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. This guy's like, do you think he's up there with Grandpa and Tony? This crazy old cop? What? What do you mean up there with him? Like as good? Well, and the that song is good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, no, I think he does his job and he thinks he's trying I, to be funny. Um, he shot Let's shot see. Robert Klein's cigar. He ruined a worker's day. Guy gets attacked by an awning. Stop shooting. Just give me the gun. You want me to point this gun at you first? He was in Caddyshack. Oh, he, he must have been the priest golfing. Maybe. He was the doctor in Cocoon, The Return in 1988. Oh, I remember his line. He goes, you guys again? I thought you died. Check oh, this area. out. He wasn't in Porky's. He was in Porky's 2 and Porky's Revenge. Oh, well, I've seen them. So, didn't that like, I thought that was like Porky's Jr. when he went into the. <laughs> and then, you ever seen a Florida movie called Tough Guys with Burt Lancaster? They go into a uh, retirement home. It reminds me of this scene. Burt Reynolds with Burt Reynolds? No, Burt Lancaster. Okay. I guess I'm thinking of a different film. One, there was this. It was Kirk Douglas and Burt Lancaster. They were they were mobsters, and they get out of jail, and they're in the new age of the 80s. What was it called? It, tough Guys. Okay, I'll watch it. Oh, <laughs> don't. That's when you have cable, and you're like, well, what's on cable? But, but don't you understand that my Netflix DVD thing is my, like, blah, blah, blah cable? I mean, they just come, and they come. You know, you're going to order it, and... Netflix is going to send you a VHS copy. No, it's DVD. No, not this movie. Tough guys will be like, yeah, we have it on beta. We have the laser disc. Take it or leave it. He, so he look, shot it, but nothing happened. 
I really don't agree with you that this film is great, but this is good. You see, he's going to start smacking him, and then it's going to cut to their boss doing the same thing. The sound effect. And this is like the fight choreography is great yeah. because you know no one actually got hit in these films. Like, right. I feel like, yeah, they didn't really get slapped because the slap was like a half an inch away from his face. But this, the sound effect sells it. You idiots. I guess you see it's casino night. Yeah, you right. Tuxedo. Don't you understand? I'm trying to do Jackie Gleason. Either that or like, I don't know, a villain from Batman. Yeah. Italian henchman. Nightclub. So arbitrary. So he's like, all right, I want to meet this cop. He doesn't know it's the genie, but he's like, I want to meet this genie guy. Now look, park on the grass. That right, bothers okay. me. That bothers me. Why is that okay? That's not okay. Well, if you were a cop dad, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing in my yeah. lawn? Now yeah. look, behind the car is, oh, now we can't see it, but there's another parked car on the grass. So it's like something everyone does. Interesting. There's Tilda Swinton again. Her hair is long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that was a long red-headed girl. So it's like, how did you get this Rolls Royce? Well, it's a different Rolls Royce. Well, I'm impounding it. See, look, they're like, fine. And they take off in another red uh, Rolls Royce. Now that's oh. more budget. Oh, they got another uh, another actor in this film. You okay, honey? Well, I, 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 I don't know, but I'll never see you again in this movie. Yeah, and that's that right. Like, okay, Jaws 3D. Right? They have. Yeah, like, right. Jaws yeah. 3D. Yay! This must be kind of cool part of Miami, and a cool time. Look at those coops walking around. Yeah, I know shirtless. It's Jersey for you, right? Let's go to Cheddar Chest and hang out shirtless. Look at that! Oh, I'm the genie. Look at his hat. I'm the genie. It's. I forgot. What's my What's my role again? But look, wear this cap. Anytime you're wondering, just look at Oh the my mirror. God, would you look at those love handles? He can't, those pants <laughs> don't fit him. It's just that he doesn't want to sag. So body. rugged. Look at that. He doesn't even bother. He's so manly, he doesn't have to open his eyes. Right. Like, most That's guys another open thing. Their eyes when he, they talk. Right. He is like, he, he can see through this slit. He can see, but you can't see his eyes. So he's like, now my wish is to, oh, they're hanging out together. Yeah. To yeah. After Tony all that and... shit they put up there. Yeah. Good thing Grandpa's drunk. He'd be like, you put me through so much shit. Oh right. my God, his outfit's blinding. And you still wouldn't lend me for five, you know, $10. Yeah. I could get some booze. Tony's outfit's cool. All right. So so he, my wish is to, to water ski. Right, and he's not doing it yet. And they're going to be like, you're crazy. You never water skied a day in your life. That's not him yet. It'll be a big deal when it's his turn. So do you think it's empty, the wish fulfillment? Like, he can now water ski and get accolades from his friends and respect, but it was just because... Uh, he didn't earn it. He didn't earn yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't earn it. So, oh. this... Uh, hey, honey... This um, Julian Voschlich, it's Al's grandpa, right? Okay. Voloshin, Voloshin. He was in Miami Vice show, but he was in Super Fuzz as Old Man Fishing in Boat. 
Oh, was he drinking and then something happened and he threw the, the drink in the water? I don't like, know. He, I was... he was he was fishing and he was having a, a shot, uh, a hard belt, and then Super Fuzz flies by and he goes, <laughs> what? I've seen Super Fuzz. That's a good movie. That's Gordon Parks. So she, she's only it? in this one scene, right? Is he, the genie's going to go get, go no, off on I a date? I don't know. I never followed that because she never comes back and that's, I don't really understand what happened there. Huh. Well, there we're halfway is. through this there movie. There she is. They're having yeah. drinks. I saw Fanta. this four times. I do not remember that. They're drinking Fanta. It's super Fanta genie. <laughs> oh. Did you see at the pizza place they were drinking that grape soda? Grape Fanta. Welsh. Fanta. Welsh cola. Yeah, Welsh, the, right. Welsh. Uh, oh, Bahamas. That's always nice. No, it's nice to be in Florida. I'd be like, I wish I was in the Bahamas. Well, it's real close to Florida, right? Why do you need the Bahamas when you're in Florida? Right. It would be so great to watch water skiing in Bahamas. Oh, well, your next guy. Yeah. I'm, pop those I'm collars. talking in a movie to a camera. You think that's his day job? Here we go. Here we go. Here's your, here's your boy. All right, now whatever. I'll bet you fifty bucks. Now he was in the car that went on the side, went on the two wheels. He was the driver. Well, let's see what when it it turns from the actor to the stunt person on the skis. Probably right now. Well, yeah, no, there's no way the kid's doing this from the start. Maybe I love water skiing. Mm -hmm. Slow motion. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. This is called Water Ski. Do, 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 is it really your first time ever water skiing? Look at yeah. those stars, man. Best unearned summer ever. Oh, he lost the ski. Away with it. Lost I'm the boxy sedan. I'm more into the cars than the skier. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Right. That's got to hurt like a bitch. And he just went up the went ramp. Up the ramp, yeah. I mean, you would maybe he has a up your. Well, he's doing it. These invisible skis don't work. <laughs> you lied <laughs> to me. Like uh, some sort of protection or a lining. Okay, so he just won ten bucks. You're gonna lose this. Right. Your grandson never even did this before. Okay, so this is a kids film. How many beers are they drinking? Yeah, okay, so this is now going to be the true Bud Spencer, a drunk, because he is going to. This whole scene is a, the funny part is how drunk they are. Well, I see three. Well, we have eight, nine cops so far, uh, seven abducted children, and then, no, 20 abducted children, and I see about 11 empty beer bottles on that table. Yeah, and you're, he's going to go drink a bowl of of. of beer in a minute uh, so they're pretending to be drunk oh, and they're loving it and then he's gonna drive drunk and get a <laughs> that's right that's right yeah what a great kids film oh look he's counting with his bare hands so i have 10 reasons why i'm here two that's my thumb i have one and two three and four is my second finger because his hands are so big they count as two points Look how he holds that like a tea cup because he's so big. Oh, they're drinking cola. Yeah, and and they, you know, it's a movie because they will get up and leave their cola 
without finishing it. Uh, slurp it down to the end? Yeah. Yeah, you got the when, straw. When you buy a drink in a restaurant, when you're about to get up to leave, no matter what to drink it, you go gulp down. Right? Don't you? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's easy without the ice. All right, let's go. Oh, I'm fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, okay. You see the bowl drunk. of matches, right? Yeah. Oh, I remember those. The, Listen they would to have their the drunk the bar. Listen to their drunk right. I need a bigger glass. What about that glass? No, it's a glass. <laughs> oh, I... Yeah. Look, is are they pretending to be drunk or are they drunk? I I have a loss of words because normally I say they're pretending. But they need to take that matchbox with the, the name of the bar and they put it in their pocket and leave it on their dresser room. So when they get murdered, the right. detective can find it and go, "Oh, they were uh, over at the uh, Golden Spigot. They're at I the treasure chest over out. by the water ski, water skiers par a bar." Let's go. That's over by the water skiers park. They were at. Oh, the, look at that. You're not in the Bahamas Shake Shack. Look at yeah, that. Look what at a classy that. I think bar. That's real. He's, he's ripping off fish burgers. Yeah, believe he's drinking the whole thing. He really is gulping it down. Hard belt. I don't think actually it could have been real beer because, right? Well, they had a keg facing the, the customer at the bar, and he just <laughs> took the spigot and he poured it. I think it was real beer. It spilled down his suit. Here comes the cops. Yeah, let's see if it's new cops or ones we know. We're at nine. Now they're doing uh, their drunk yeah. talk like uh, – what is what do they? I think they. What do they want? Let's pull over and ask them. <laughs> hey, they wanted to dry their finger at us. Don't shame right, me, you. sir. Don't wag your finger at me, sir. Officer, to what? I'm looking over there. I don't see what you're pointing at. I uh, leave. So I'm going to finally mention that, of course, I hate movies shot in the exterior of Florida because it's always windy. But, but they but are on the freeway doing this scene. Today's not so windy. Look. I know. And also, they're on the freeway. I mean, how hard is that to shoot? Pull off in the curb? The shoulder? I guess it, we're at cop 11 now, right? Those two are new. Yeah, it's a new cop. The, yeah. Well, I want you guys to make sure. Are we going to do a breathalyzer? God, this yeah. movie, what a kid's film. <laughs> Not once in much you get so drunk the cops had to do a breathalyzer on him. What? Let's contemplate for one moment. Maybe it's not a kid's film. Well, the kid's not in the scene. We haven't seen the kid in like 10 minutes. They went off on a drunken tangent. And when you the kid does show right. up, he gets Never a... mind my question. I mean, it's a kid hero, a kid yeah. of interest. Um, Abducted kids. You know, it's kids. Here's the breathalyzer test. So funny. It's just hilarity. 
Hilarity. Oh, he's a smell. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the smell. Oh. What was the last time you did one of those tests where they gave you a bag to blow in? Like a whoopee cushion? I've never 86? done a breathalyzer. But they have, like, you know. There's, like, a sure tube car. with a device now? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they have, like, a clean tube they stick to it or something. They don't give you, like, a whoopee cushion. Now he says, uh, you know, look, Jeannie's been arrested. Look, look, the timing. I love this house. The director really uses it. You can see them walking up the curb. Up yeah, the and he ran away. He was like, it's my dad. Hey, Jeremiah. Well, Boss wants to see I you. I paid you. you. You want that guy you threw out the building. Oh, they took his 10 bucks? Well, he, he's the money. I got the money I owed you. I think, ouch, yuck. Oh. oh, no, Tony and Freddy. Murder. So there's a homis two homicides in this movie. Yeah, but it was a mob rub out. Yeah, that's even, where did now, they rub out? <laughs> Let's watch our cop count. Uh, are those three uh, plain clothes guys? Plain clothes? Yeah, they are. They're sabotage. Sabotage. Do, do, 11, do. 12, 13, 14. Well, and these the... cops, the one on the left, definitely not new, but the two behind, like yeah. But the 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 cop boss, he's getting greedy. He's catching on to it. Who's your paymaster? He's not catching on yet. He's not catching on. When the genie disappears, he'll he'll be like, "Holy shit, you guys weren't lying." Right Look now, at the total fatalities. Did you see that? Look at the blackboard. It says total fatalities, 1985-41. Really? Like when the, yeah. Look right there. Total 31, 1985 year to date, 25. Oh, T my fatalities. God. That's a real stat. They're in a real police station, and this is a kid's film. Yeah, well, they thought they would add a little detail for the kids. Let's know that 45 cops, 25 cops have died so far this year. Well, Mike, no, are, Mike, you think that that's the film that did that, or do you think they're in a real police station? Ah, uh, maybe they shot this in a country club in Florida. Like, are they working? No, this has to be. They're on location. No smoking in dark room. Criminal investigation projectors room. Yeah, maybe they are. Well, he got away quick. He's getting away. After him. Look, our hands touched each other. These hands. So we're at 16 cops. So he is a genie. I can make money. Yeah, don't think about baseball. Think about baseball. Ta-da! Oh, I was about to go blind rubbing it. Don't you think they should have done the, the illusion with the smoke and he comes out of the bottle? Hey, there's no time, Carl. We got to get this movie out. Cannon <laughs> already sold it. They sold it in cans in the, based on the poster alone. Oh, yeah, on a napkin. Uh, yeah. They made a deal on a napkin. Uh-oh. Hey. So, all right, so we're getting to a climax, right? This must be Act 3. We're, we're all in the villain's lair. Look, Mike thinks I'm some sort of character actor, but I swear I'm doing Jackie Gleason. You see? 
Is he doing like Skadoo, Jackie Gleason? Oh, yeah, he looks like Jackie Gleason. Okay, now the thing is, um, what's happening here is basically like, they, you know, they, they want the... Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. They want the genie. They they want to know how, what's all the money, what's all the power, the Rolls Royce. And, and he's reminding them, at night, I, my powers don't work. Oh, so this is nighttime right now. Right. You can oh, tell from the shadows. Time. This is going to be sorry. This is not, whatever, they shot it. The director set up the lights. Looks good to me. <laughs> but, but get butt out of the corpse. Get out of the tomb. All right, good. All right, give him some oxygen. All right, let's do it. Now, there, Grandpa will go on to pass away within like four or five years, something like that. He's retired down there in Florida, and he just came out of retirement. Gosh, did I already tell you what he was in? I think there was two interesting things I didn't get to tell you about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. He was in – no, it's not him. Indeed. No, I was thinking of that Porky's thing. <clears throat> but, right. Yeah, Squinty. You can't – does he look healthy right now? Look at his Yes, skin. he's rugged. He's – I would be jealous. I'd be jealous. He's he's gonna walk into a bar and get any man he wants. Grandpa looks like a muppet. Walk into Grandpa. a bar and get any. <laughs> look at that. Look, it's maybe it's not his body. It's his tie. It's oh the style God. to have the tie stop at the second the last button on your shirt. Now we're about to have a big fight scene in which he really kicks their ass. But in truth, he would be tired after each scene. You know, like. They're going to go, okay. he's going to go, ah, ah, okay. The family's in the background Next. watching. Think about how winded he is from that. Oh, yeah, look at oh this. Oh, my God. Why would a cook who has nothing to do with anything, well, I guess I work here, so I should act well, like a monster. I should go with a monster. Well, it's in the Sega video game where you on a boat and you have to attack yeah. people, and then the chef comes out, and you have to fight him, and there's like a, whoa, look at that stunt. This is cool. We should have done a like, mobster count as well as a... Police That's guy. what I'm saying. Like, there's so many monsters and cops. I don't know what the message of this movie is. Now, why does didn't even hit him? That that kick wasn't even close. I'm giving it a lot of credit for this one. Why is the kid turning the lights off? To make sure Bud. I don't know. The Bud's just fighting normally, right? Yeah. What's the chef doing here? Why did I pick this fight? I should have just gone home. Right. He has no genie powers right now. Hello? Oh, God, I want to send a squad car. Oh, go ahead, play his voice. I would like to uh, order a pizza. Oh, we get the, the sound. Uh-oh. Ow! Uh, curtains for you. And and the kid did that. What kind of show do they do where it's like a background like that? Welcome to a pizzeria. Lights on. Hey, kid. Come here, you. Get in there, Norton. I'll pop your collar. Oh, what a funny joke. He wrecked Oh. Me. I got a gun on the kid. All right. Oh, oh now we're doing like a... Mirrors. Funhouse mirrors thing. Lady from Shanghai. Well, if it wasn't those two mirrors, it must be this mirror. <laughs> I think that's funny. He's a funny guy. 
No. There's cobwebs on the uh, fountain. Okay, wait. We got to do the cop count now, but we got to be careful because some of these cops we've seen. Right, that's right. So they're, they're all in pairs, so there was like eight pairs. So it might so already be all five. the 15 we've seen before. Let's I saw that cop. Wait, there's, there's, Frank a, Oz. there's a lady, two women cops. That's definitely new. There was a lady cop behind in the office. Okay, so I, I see faces that are not familiar, but I can't do a good count. Just look for the mustache that looks unfamiliar. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. All right, so there's one female. We saw one female cop before, so there were two. So we definitely have an increase of one cop. I'm sorry, it's against the law to have an elephant tusk in your office, right? In the, as a as a public servant, it's so weird. Like you can have a flag that says "State of Florida" because you work for the state of Florida. Yeah, but having an elephant tusk, what the fuck. So now Grandpa I mean, is that because he called 911 and they broke up a protection racket, he's going to get a reward of $100,000. Does this make sense in the real world? Well, you know what I mean. We're rich. We're rich. Uh, oh, hey, happy day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that wraps up the plot nice and neat. How much money? Oh, we're not done yet, Michael. Money. What are you talking about? Well, we're not done yet. No, we're wrapping this up. No. Things are <laughs> we're done. Final scene or something weird. No, no. Look at the elephant and the Indian. This guy, like, how many how many people hang out there? Okay, so I love. I don't know what this building is. But all right, so they get out okay. of the elevator. Bank, well, as right? you know, we've been with the police, and he was like chief of the police, right? But right. he's his role now will change. Hey, I gotta go, guys. I'm gonna go back upstairs. And he walks up, and then he just goes right into the restricted area. He knows they took Jeannie somewhere. See, this guy follows him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen to me now. The cop, right? Our chief of police. Something weird happens in the movie. All of a sudden, he's got all this sort of power. He has access to medical facilities. He has access to, like, Cold War map of where all the nuclear sites are. He can he gets on the phone and he calls out choppers. It's really weird. He becomes, like, head of the FBI or something. He's like the, the guys who want to get E.T. at the end. Right. But, I mean, a second ago, he was chief of police in Miami. Right. You're not... By the way, don't play hide and seek in the old air conditioner. Later. <laughs> don't you shut that door. Because if you close that door, you're going to get stuck and you'll be out of luck. And you'll be out of air. I can't breathe. So let's play hide and seek in the old refrigerator. But don't you don't. shut that door. Oh, and then, yeah, so here, Chief of Police has a medical center. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. All of a sudden, they have this medical facility, and he's doing experiments like it's a facility designed for that. And he goes, nurse, let's do, you know, sec section six. We'll move on to phase eight now. Like, they have it all planned out. Like, the, Wow. And they're what are they going to do? They're going to, like, do – they're going to cut them open to see what's inside them, what makes them tick. It's the dumbest thing ever. 
Now we'll get stupid humor like, he can't be knocked out. You give him a shot, it should knock him out. Is this daytime? This is the next morning. This is night, I guess. And so the, he doesn't have any powers. The kid's going to bust in and go, holy cow, it's 6 a.m. It's daytime now. Now his powers work. So I guess, yes, it's night. He doesn't notice it. He, it's like the scene in Gremlins 2 where they're like, how do you know it's midnight? What if they're on a plane and they go to a different time zone? And uh-huh. the response to the yeah. critics or the, the Gremlins attack them. That's the response they give to the critics. <laughs> no, but if you go to a different time zone, the sun also is lagging behind, right? So Gremlins, yeah. if it was, you know, it's a time of, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh. Oh, so the, hey, that's the Swedish mom. No. No? No, it's just the nurse. And they're wearing their scrubs uh, uh, backwards. And, like, why would people at the pol- be at the police station downstairs in the basement with scr- scrubs and, like, a – is that an image, that's a CGI? A, uh, that's the restricted area. Oh, that's a new Coke. You see the little classic Coke sign? Really? Classico. Go, go, go for the ice hard shot. It wasn't a product placement, that's for sure. Classic Coke. So that's the funny joke. Like, none of the knockout drugs will knock them out, but drinking a Coke does. Too much Coke. Uh Uh Bud Spencer again. Always with the Coke. Too much Coke will not put you to sleep. Okay, so now in this police station, they're all suited up to do (laughs) surgery. They're not not all suited up. I mean, I hate to go COVID on you, but half of them are wearing their masks in the surgery. Yeah, right. you know, I am conscious of that. Like, he will take off his mask when the kid confronts him. It's like you're still in what you wanted to be. Yeah. Gabby yeah, Sarah. First yeah, time I ever saw um, the island of Jamaica, I just looked at it. Had, I had sterile. It might work better as a tweet. <laughs> that you never said. I learned better if I would shut up. Think before <laughs> you talk. Think before you talk. So you're right. I thought this movie ended. No. Uh oh. E.T. I mean, Bud. So we're overhearing, okay. like, start with his skull. Excellent idea. You know. Shit, they're turning Bud into a chud. Yeah. Hey, that's my friend. Get out of here. I'm not sterile. You can't jump out of a vent like that. Yes, I can. No, I mean, physically impossible. You must be really spry. We're both acting right now. See the genie you in gotta the lamp? Save. I'm acting that I manage you. Let's, doctor, hold that kid. Well, it's not really my in my profession, but okay. That's inappropriate, kid. Cut it out. Oh, come on. No, Listen, I know you're 14. Appropriate. Uh, wait, look, you can see him, like, deflate yeah. from the table. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. He's cool. dressed in his classic 1600s gear. Yeah, this made, movie made me thought of a premise for a movie in which, like, just like this, a kid gets the genie. So he'll make a wish, but he'll use colloquialism. And, you know, and this guy's from years ago. So 
What's a good example? They made him an orangutan. <laughs> yeah, he has. Oh, he's back. That is inappropriate. Listen, I could pick my own nets. Yeah. He just the. Uh, Listen, you don't, to, you don't have to wear the cap, officer. Why? Because you're bald. There's no hair. You don't have to wear yeah. the cap. You're sterile. I'm wearing the cap. He might have said, like, hail Italian dictators, fascism. Right. Know, it is an Italian movie. See, Kyle. Oh, there's the bad guy again. So now this police commissioner has the power to abduct him and people at his beck and call, and we learn that he owns a missile. I don't know if this is funny. It's a little funny, right? His wife is conjured up from Europe. Oh. What? Now I got to kick out the mistress. Right. Why is this funny? Oh, but she's going back, right? Yeah, make her go back to Europe, please. Please. There we go. You know, in this movie, he has to say, I want. Why doesn't he say, I wish? Why not? Why not? It's oh, right. Well, it's, wish for, it's want fulfillment. Right. This is all, this film is want fulfillment. Do you think okay. the commissioner's wife is also uh, an officer? Listen, I got to point it out now again. Look, this police chief, yeah, he now is in like, look, he's in an FBI kind of office. Like he's some. Yeah, he's got like security people around him. Right. And tusks. Level yeah, but... five? Level five. You ever see Strange Brew? I want you to set the map to level five. Can you turn yeah. the light on? You want is... me to turn the light on? Is that um I was thinking of DEFCON four, right? The oh yeah. Okay, so now we're sort of wrapping up, okay? So he wants all the military in the world to like be turned into penguins and you know, their submarines become bananas and then what is with this transformation? Except for this one missile silo in Ohio that he has full control over. And he would be the most powerful man in the world. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Look yeah, at look at that. He's mad with power. Giving a big old speech for front of the board. It's the board, really. Than the board. When you have a map of the world, like <laughs> yeah, behind you. that's right. Make it make anyone look powerful. Like in Doctor Strange, love. He he can see the big board. We got yeah. a whiskey in here. Oh. Oh, how are we going to escape? Well, I have an idea. Flying carpet. It's a whole new world, Carl. Oh, good thing it didn't hit his head. The window was open on that building. No. We're going to cut the same footage. Look how he's, like, not afraid at all. And, like, think about it. If you were up there, it would be so fucked up, right? The wind, right. the chill, right? You would you would think you could stay on a flat rock and not roll your ass off of that thing? So now he's like calling out the squad of choppers. You see this mad power he has? Like all of a sudden he controls a military. And so he's in the office. His office window gets smashed, and then two minutes later he's in a helicopter. Yeah. Poof. Wow. Maybe he's a genie. Maybe you're the genie. So what they're saying now is, 
my powers are dangerous and the hands of a man like that, you know, it could ruin the world. Scramble the choppers. Now, Bud Spencer could fly one of those puppies. Yeah, it's remarkable they were able to get four for the movie. It really put some uh, cash in this. Yeah, there's budget in this. The Canon Films, man. Yeah. Well, they probably had the helicopters for Delta Force or whatever. No, Italian Delta Force. Delta Force. I don't know about Globus, but for Golan, this movie was hype. Okay, so there he's. Oh, I'm gonna fall. Oh no! It's some peril. You're too saved. Much before the movie ends. You're saved. Uh, the so movie's about to goes, end. I'm in peril finally. He goes. I know a spot. How would he know? In Miami, where it's the deepest water and people can't go down there, throw the lamp in there. And that way, nobody ever can have this power and misuse it. This film uh-huh. is so stupid. O- obviously, they have not seen Aladdin 2. <laughs> the inevitable sequel. Yeah, copter. What do we why, do about those copters? Why do 1D in Aladdin? Why? You know what? Maybe they just created the logo and realized they misspelled it later. So look, he turns them into balloons because he wishes that they would, he wants that they would slow down. So strange. Wow, how did they do that? That was good, right? Perfectly positioned. Yeah. It was perfectly positioned. There's the deepest spot in the ocean. Throw the lamp in. He goes, well, what'll happen to you? He says, well, I'll be in the lamp and I'll just you know, so I'll just stay there and sleep for all eternity. And he goes, but you should be human and stay here with me. And so he makes him, he wishes him with the lamp. That genie Wait, becomes... if he, what's he, if, What happens to a boy on a flying rug when you throw a lamp in, and with a genie underwater? Does yeah. the magic stop? Exactly. That was my question, too. He's right now wishing that he becomes a man. So are they going to fall into the water and basically they might not drown they might drift to shore i guess you know yeah drop it right here in the deepest part of the ocean yeah this idiot you missed it that's the shallowest yeah it's obviously a shallow look there's wreckage on it there would be no camera down there oh finally a musical number from the nightclub we've seen all about Right, and it's just done for no reason. We will end our film now. They're playing that stupid Genie song, if you want to hear it. Oh, I love and, it. Yeah, of course they want to hear it. And then Genie's going to come Genie. out playing the piano. Genie, A, B, C, T, one, two, three, T, Y, T, Genie. Hey, guys, you, hey, you ladies know that I happen to be the club owner. I, yeah, really? it's true. Really? Hey. We were just no hanging thing. out with you. I don't that drink woman... anymore, just wrapping up my story arc. But you see that one woman had two glasses? She raised two glasses? Mm. Double fisting? They didn't pay the extras, I guess. Oh, no, he's playing piano? He does everything. What's he doing? I thought he was in the water. No, you're underwater. He made a man. He doesn't have any powers anymore. He's just a guy. Who plays the piano? 
Right. And, and it leaves a lot of open questions, like, what's he going to do with his life? But the movie ends, luckily for us, and we don't have to learn. Can you imagine clapping along while dry ice oh, coming towards the wife trouble? is there a second time. She was in the film again. Remember when they oh, parked right. Rolls Royce on the grass? Oh, good. So he said it twice. Wink back. Did he wink? It's hard to tell. He's great. Yeah, he has squinty-ass eyes. What was that movie with the uh, Yes Figaro? What was it like? Uh, it was a con anyway. Anyway, enough. Enough about this movie. We're done. We got the fantastic theme song. I'm the genie. We have the say where. Here we I'm sorry, Carl. What do you think of this movie? Well, I think we got to a cop, cap, cop count of 17, but there should have been other cops in the room. Maybe it's like more like 20. That's pretty high cop count. That's a lot of cops in this movie. They That's what I cops. think of this piece of crap. I love this movie. I mean, it's definitely a piece of crap, but uh, it's actually a piece of crap. I don't know. I can't. I can't. Uh, I mean, it's. Grandpa seen. was pretty good, right? I like Grandpa and I liked uh, Tony. And, and uh, Tony the, buys it. The mom was pretty much a non-character, right? She really didn't do anything but the mom. Well, she got – she was in peril, but nothing really – but so was the entire family anyway. Yeah. Like and the, she has the that, father has mobsters. The kid has predators. And I don't know. The whole, like, the relationship with the love interest sort of got stalled, right? We didn't yeah. – they shared a soda. They got up. To, he got up to walk her home. They left their soda there, and really, we didn't have any more love story at all. Yeah, but maybe the well, the cop kind of eased up on her, eased up on it. Wow, Carl, I can't. I have to tell you, uh, it was disposable, but it was. Uh, I don't know. It's hard watching bad kids movies. You know, it's like it they was crap, crap, and double crap. Especially it was crap, crap, and double crap. <laughs> like. Think about it. Your point, like I think you're right that this must be a kids' film, okay? And if it is a kids' film, you're showing uh, child trafficking, you're yeah. showing alcoholism, you're showing drunk driving, you're showing fighting right. as your like wish fulfillment, you're showing cheating, like make me great at basketball, make me a great ski skier, you know, uh, water skier. Yeah, just random stuff. It's an absolute horrible film for children. Oh, well, what a great segue, Carl. Speaking of horrible film for children, I'm really excited to tell you we'll be back next week. You can listen to us Sunday next Sunday at 2 p.m. You can have our podcast drop next Sunday night. You can watch us on YouTube. Because next week, we are watching. It's an uh, encore presentation. We did this movie the first year of the podcast before Carl joined on yes. uh, and disappeared from uh, the Internet. And now it's back once again. Of course, it's fantastic for the movie from 1994, Roger Corman's infamous uh, film. I have a trailer uh, from okay. Jose and Angelis. Uh, Jose, okay, I found it. Jose Angelis. All right. So um, let's do this in. Uh, wait, wait, no, I got an ad. Now. I got me just cancel this ad. Oh yeah, hang on, I got that too. Why did it do an ad? I just want to watch the shitty trailer. All right. Pause. Uh, right back to zero, right. zero. You're the sound. Let's, yep. 
three, two, one, go. Sing, storm, girl, read. Wow, that's a good thing. Only for this scene that he just kind of, yeah, it looks like a good movie. Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is in the room. Oh, I like that. You got the visuals going. Doom in the room. Reed Richards, where's your gray hair? What? Oh, there's the famous wedding. Oh, Thanos. Well, you see that? The one morphed into a two, into a three, into a four. Look, he's stretching. That's fantastic. There's a diamond involved. Well, where did she? She doesn't disappear. She's just invisible. They wouldn't. They right. would still hit her. Clobbering. It's clobbering time. Bullets bounce right off of the thing. That's the thing. About Who's going to break down this wall? I think we'll do it. Now, this was before Darth Vader. It was in the 60s that Doctor Doom existed. Yeah, that's true. There were uh, helmeted people before. I mean, there was the man with the iron mask. It wasn't like right. the original idea. Right. Oh, well, that, yeah. Oh, and look at this. It goes straight into the documentary Doomed, which I just recently saw. The untold uh -huh. story of Roger Corman's The Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do some homework, Popcorn Flicks has the documentary. I saw it on Hulu Digital that uh, they interview the stars and the producers and they tend more story. This is a well-trod movie, bad movies. We all love bad movies. But sometimes we talk about the same film. It's all out of love of these movies and how crazy stupid they are. So we'd love to see you next week for Fantastic Four, the movie from 1994. Carl, any way people can reach you? CarlSucks.com. CarlSucks.com. And uh, you can find me somewhere. You can find me here on the YouTube channel and on this podcast and here at MutinyRadio.fm. Keep listening. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny! It's pronounced Mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say Mutinay. Mutinay? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Carrying me the whole time. I'm like, geez, I want to kiss you on the face. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like you were into it oh, for so a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, well, I love feeling feelings and Bible delving.
feeling one with the universe or something. I don't mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. Feeling. Good. But mm -hmm. it's mostly because I just, I've always been an outsider and I 